Welcome to episode 9 of the Fretzelmania podcast, reviewing and rebooking the best and worst in pro wrestling. I am your host, Mr. Fretz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the legendary JF. You can find this podcast on anchor.fm, on Google Play, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and many, many more. You can find me occasionally blogging on rantwithant.com the brand and that theme you heard at the beginning only means one thing we're on the road to wrestlemania they're gonna have to take the fast lane there but fortunately they will not run into any roadblocks dad jokes aside with wrestlemania coming up initially i was going to talk about um one of my low-key favorites again and this episode was going to be dedicated to the late crash holly but because of this wacky crazy week we had in wrestling that seems to have wrestlemania implications i think i'm going to be talking about that and i might do um semi-weekly bi-weekly whatever reviews once in a while here just to get the feel of it see see what everyone thinks please please let me know what you think i appreciate constructive criticism as long as it's not destructive and you'll be blocked (laughs) so Monday Night Raw, we had just hit after hit. I mean, let's 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 start at the beginning. I mean, we had a big shock at the end of the show, but let's let's build let's build up to that. So we started off with the big dog, Roman Reigns, making his making his first appearance since announcing he had leukemia in October and vacated the Universal title. So he comes out big, big pop, great ovation. Welcome back, Chance, and everything. He goes around the ring. He high-fives, hugs people, uh, takes selfies, and comes up to his to his mom, gives her a big old hug, goes and sees uh, Rock's mom, whose uh, name escapes me, and I'm not going to uh, try to pronounce it if I can't uh, remember what her name is. So they, they share a moment. He comes into the ring, and he's just like, you know, saying, I can't say this enough, but thank you. Your support has meant the world. You know, he was, um, I was scared uh, to, you know, announce this because I, I didn't know what people would think. And he announces he's in remission. And, you know, that's, that's great news. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I especially think of, you know, my, my friends in the Twitter, in the wrestling Twitter and in the rant with Aunt Patreon chat. I think if you know, well, well, Ant, Mr. Ant himself, you know, having, you know, oh, just happy tears to see his favorite back. Um, uh, Kate Murphy being, being Kate Murphy. <laughs> if you want to know what I mean, join our Patreon chat. I mean, the Kings of the Rings and Rant with Ant. She is an absolute joy. Uh, Kate, if you hear this, like, fist bump yo you're you are amazing um so you had yeah you had a moment with roman and and yeah it's awesome to see you know he he looks good and he's he's slimmed down and he's lost a little bit of muscle mass but he looks great you know he still has a full head of hair um I'm not going to give too much attention to the uh, conspiracy nuts who, for some stupid reason, think that this cancer is a work. 
uh, in this day and age, in this political climate, climate, no, absolutely not. And it's like cancer doesn't look like death to everybody. Uh, I, I look at my well, my father about 14, 15 years ago. He had uh, he had radiation therapy because he was diagnosed with cancer in his you know head, neck, mouth, jaw area. You know, smoking. Um, he was diagnosed with that in 2001, had a couple of surgeries, like, you know, inside of his like mouth and skin taken off his arm and like really, really intense stuff. Uh, he had another surgery. It was just kind of cleaning up that, um, some lymph nodes were taken out and, and then they're like, okay, there's might be still something there again. So let's have radiation therapy. And he still has a, a full head of hair. And my dad, you know, he's very, very skinny, but he's always has been. You know, it's because he's the hardest working man I know. Uh, he's a butcher, and he's he he provide he provides he pro, he provided for our family the whole way through. And my mom's a nurse. Like we we did good. He made he made sure we were looked like they both made sure we were looked after. Um. So, to those conspiracy nuts. Set on attack. I mean, go get your head checked. There's no stop it. So, mo- moving on from from, from that, uh, he's you know the this the support has been overwhelming. He wants to use this platform to raise awareness for people who who are in need like him, for people who are fighting uh, fighting cancer. Ha- uh, fuck cancer, by the way. Um, yeah, so he he's on his way. He's like, okay, I'm in remission. I'm back. Thank you. I love you. Go go walks up the ramp. And what do we hear? But burn it down. Out comes Seth Rollins out on the ramp, and they share a hug. And uh, and then you know the stock in onions uh, rose uh, tenfold that day that night. Um, it's a great moment, you know. There was rumor and rumor and innuendo that, you know, Dean Ambrose might have came out and be involved in it, but he was too emotional backstage. I don't know. I I don't work for WWE, so I can't speak any truth to that because uh, F Dave Meltzer. So we go on to the break and we see the NXT call-ups, Alistair Black and Ricochet have a match, non-title match against the Raw Tag Team Champions, Dash and Dawson, of the Revival. Now, I've been a huge, huge, huge Revival fan since since NXT. I mean, I used to love to boo the shit out of them because they're your old-school heels, kind of like your your Arn and Tully, your, you know, or the Anderson Brothers, or, or, or those... Or those tag teams of old, they're they're a throwback, like the Steiner brothers, you you name it, even even some Legion of Doom in there, and they're just your old school tag team guys, you know, flips not fists, not flips. Although Ricochet would be the polar opposite of that in this match, and a little bit of Alistair too, but he'd be more like kicks, not fists. Anyways, so you know. We see, you know, that faint dive into the into the seated position, you know, where he fakes him out with the dive and instead sits in the ring. Mind games. 
you know, Ricochet hits a suicide dive, and then Black's like, okay, I'm going to do a senton over the top rope to go into commercial break. Then the Revival are working over Ricochet. Ricochet makes the hot tag, and Black just lands a flurry, uh, unloads his entire move set. He gets a near fall with a springboard moonsault, and then Dash Dawson comes in and hits Black with a wicked, like, quick snap Arn Anderson DDT that just took me back to 1995 for a minute there with, with Arn. Uh, Black gets his foot on the ropes, and then, you know, out of nowhere, not the RKO, but the Black Mass on Dawson for the win in just a, a spectacular, quick tag team match. Now, some people would uh, complain about the Raw Tag Team Champions being booked like this, but I'm not going to complain here. It's 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 Alistair Black and Ricochet. I mean, these are two NXT guys. I think they're going to get full-time on the main roster soon. I know the, the this makeshift tag team looks like something that is made for the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Now, I think that's either underway or it's coming up or it's been taped i i'm not sure um but that to me sounds like a really good tag team to go to, to go in that you know throw in like the forgotten sons um throw in um undisputed era the street profits uh and this week on nxt we had uh tomaso kind of tease, but like, hey, why don't we bring back DIY, go into the Dusty Roads Classic, back where the magic began. So, hey, hey, who knows? Stranger things have happened. Um, so we get Elias, and before he can say anything after giving his typical strum, Lacey Evans walks out and walks back. Okay. I guess this is a walk-off, but where's Billy Zane? Where's Derek Zoolander? Where's Hansel? He's so hot right now. Hansel. Where's um, uh, David Bowie? Where's Mugatu? Nope. Can't be a walk-off without any of them. So Elias tries to speak again. Dean Ambrose comes out and says he wants a rematch against the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. And he wants it to be no DQ. Hmm. I wonder why. Wink, wink. So Elias tries to play again and Ambrose... I says, hey, are you going to play me off like this is the Oscars? Oh, can I take requests? How about Dirty Deeds? Thunder Jeep. Oh, oh, and by the way, he hits Dirty Deeds after that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, because he, he ducked the guitar shot, hits Dirty Deeds. And that segment's over. That segment was, was something. Moving on to the next match, we have Ronda Rousey. Ronnie and Natalia against the Riot Squad. So right away we get Sarah Logan hitting a spine buster, Riot tagging in, and you know we get a double suplex spot. We get a distraction by Liv Morgan, but I mean that leads to you know Riot hitting Ronnie with uh, with an STO. Ronnie clotheslines Riot, in comes Natty, and you know Natty Natty gets eventually worked over, but Natty and Ronnie hit a modified version of the heart attack on the outside too. Liv Morgan, who uh, attempts to interfere, kind of looked like it was like a, a European uppercut version, I think. I forget. It was Monday night. I haven't seen the replay. I didn't watch a replay. I just wanted to go on like a site and just read up, like look at the results and talk about them here. Um, 
Ronnie hits the Piper's Pit and goes for the for the arm bar, but in limps Becky Lynch through the crowd. Natty tries to talk sense into her, but nope. Kane shot. Not Kane shot, I'm sorry. Crutches shot to, to Natty, and there's the DQ. Uh, okay. And then, you know, Rousey gra- grabs the mic. Oh, gosh. And but she demands Vince McMahon come to the ring. Excuse me, what? The grapefruit's on this woman. Well, she's a former Ultimate Fighter, so of course, uh, Stephanie McMahon walks out, and we get not the McMahon we want, or the McMahon we ever, ever want to see on TV again. Uh, Stephanie says, well, no, Becky's been, Becky's been arrested. That is record time for the Atlanta police, by the way. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, Rousey tells Stephanie to make the match a triple threat with Becky. Stephanie refuses. Rousey lays the title down at Stephanie's feet and says Vince needs to make the right decision. Stephanie just stands there, jaw to the floor. And no! WWE Raw Women's Champion Vacant! Hashtag push vacant. Hashtag vacant champ. Hashtag you deserve it. Now we see Jinder Mahal in the ring with the Bollywood Boys, a.k.a. the Singh Brothers, who please give those two a run in the tag division or even a shot at the titles. Like, Samir and Sunil are hard, hard workers. Listen to their their episode on the Edge and Christian pot of awesomeness from a while back, just, just to, to give you a glimpse of how insane these guys are a match with them in the revival sign me up yes please so ginger's like you know he's given out he's whining about you know not being invited to rick flair's birthday party and mahal wants to fight anyone who was invited an open challenge huh this is when i was i was probably expecting i don't know jeff jarrett or an old timer right if Arn Anderson wasn't released, well, no, he can't take a bump. Uh, whatever. Kurt Angle comes out. Uh, German suplexes, ankle lock, tap out. And then, you know, the Sings try to jump in. And Angle suplexes them. And the Sing brothers bounce around like Dolph Ziggler on the moon. And we move on to a moment of bliss. Hmm. Okay. And she says, good riddance to Ronnie leaving. You know, Bliss would never disrespect the championship like that. And if the McMahons want a reliable replacement for, for, for Ronnie, they can call her. And her guest tonight is Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor. And Bliss, naturally, because Balor has 77 abs, she flirts with him. Don't blame her. I must apologize and be right back. That was a telemarketer. I must apologize for for that interruption. Moving on to a moment of bliss. She flirts with Finn Balor, and before any and you know, she's like, "Hey, doing a little game of I show you yours, you show me mine. You show me your abs, I'll show you my outcomes." The rush, dude, not cool. Cock blocker, man. So. You know, Finn Balor doesn't deserve to be champion. Bobby Lashley should be, blah, blah, blah. 
Rush isn't leaving until he gets a title shot. And Balor's like, okay. Are you out here to get a title shot to prove that you're better than Lashley? Okay. Balor accepts the challenge. Rush says that's not what he meant. He wants to represent Bobby Lashley. And Bliss, and Bliss asks Leo if he isn't man enough to do it. And when a hot girl asks you that, you do it. So Rush reluctantly accepts the match. And we get a damn, damn good match. But not before seeing, you know, Sting, Shawn Michaels, and Ricky Steamboat all arrived for Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration later in the show. Uh, and then now, back to Finn and Leah Rush. Um. <clears throat> You know, Rush takes Balor down with a nice Rokarana. Rush hits a, all of his kicks, sets up a dive, but Balor cuts him off. And we just go go on from here, just flippy, flippy everything. Um, Rush tries to hit the lowdown frog splash, but Balor gets his knees up. There's a sling blade. Rush drop kicks Balor in the knee. So I guess we're going to be working over the knee today. Uh, and it's like, you know, Balor goes for the 1916, but his knee gives out. Rush tries to roll him up. Balor kicks out. We see a head kick. We see Balor kicking out. These two are just go, go, go. Uh, Rush misses a second rope, second rope moonsault. And then Balor just hits an awesome lariat on Leo Rush. Balor slowly makes his way up to the top, but, you know, he gets cut off. And then we hit a gross-looking 1916 and a Coupe de Gras for the win uh, after Rush failed to hit the springboard stunner, the lethal injection, if you will, maybe. All right, in the backstage, we have the Ascension making fun of Otis's weight in front of Tucker Knight. Yeah, me being a chubby guy? Yeah, no thanks. I take, a, I take offense to that shit. Um, not to this, but you know. Knight tells, uh, any Knight tells him what he said, something about a, I don't know, like a bowling ball or something, or I, I forget what it was. And then Otis just drives them into a few lat, the ascension into a few ladders backstage, took them down a few rungs. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna let that that dad joke simmer, and then you know Lashley's yelling at Leo backstage for getting himself a title shot instead of Bobby. And it's like, can I trust you? And, you know, Rush is like, you know, yeah. So Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman doesn't happen because Strowman comes in like a wrecking ball and just demolishes them. Backstage, you know, Rollins has been thinking about Brock Lesnar nonstop, but tonight it's about Roman Reigns, and I'm going to go find him and join the party. Uh, you know, Ric Flair and, and his wife, you know, it was Miss Fifi or whatever. Um her, her name wasn't WCW. They 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 come in. All right, party's getting started. So we have a no DQ match with Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre, and this is it's not bad. We see you know Ambrose attacks is attacking Drew before the maths match starts. Ambrose pulls off his belt. Oh no! Uh, kids who were born in the seventies and eighties, you know what's going to happen here. Um, McIntyre hits Ambrose in the head. Uh, McIntyre whips Ambrose with the belt. Yep. 
<clears throat> and we see, you know, Ambrose tries to, tries to dive, and McIntyre catches him, and this match just keeps going with all the all the near falls. Uh, we see uh, a Glasgow kiss. We see, you know, Ambrose fall out of the ring, and McIntyre picking up the ring steps. And then there's a drop toe hold, sends McIntyre headfirst into them. Uh, and before they can do any do anything with uh, the steps again, uh, out comes Elias. Hits Ambrose with the guitar and hits the claymore, and then hits the claymore for the win. And then Corbin and Lashley come out and help Elias beat down Ambrose. Remember those three? Were, I thought Elias was feuding with Corbin and Lashley. Yeah, okay. So Rollins comes out, walks out of the stage with the chair. Uh Reigns joins him. We see uh we see just old school Roman Reigns back. Superman punches spear. Oh man. I was I was hoping for, for some shield stuff, but they they did all that and then left Ambrose in the ring. Either they're saving the shield fist bump for if Ambrose leaves or if they're saving it for WrestleMania. I think they're they're just gonna build this up and have that and if Dean is actually leaving, just have that one more shield moment. Just one more shield moment. Man, I wish they got their triple threat at Wrestle WrestleMania and not some random battleground pay-per-view or some shit. So next we have the the women's tag team champions, the Boston Hugs connection against Nia Jackson, Tamina, uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina. No, it's Bailey versus Nia Jackson. I'm sorry, and Nia Jax can't wrestle her way out of, a, of a, out of a wet paper bag. So I'm going to spend as little time on this as possible. Um, Bailey wins with the top rope elbow drop because Bailey has to carry this match because Nia Jax is an embarrassment in the ring and should not be there. Um, now we have the end of raw Ric Flair's 70th birth, 70th birthday party. Woo. Hey, I met Ric Flair when he was 69. Nice. Um, all the raw superstars are out on the stage. McMahon and triple H are in the ring. Um, you know, we see HBK, the he's bald kid sting Ricky, the dragon steamboat, Kurt Angle. They're all in the ring. Triple H just shows a nice Ric Flair video package. Stephanie unveils a custom-made WCW title for Flair. And then his music hits. But we we never see it. And we see a cameraman filming something backstage. And we see this hulking, bald figure dragging another cameraman into the locker room. Oh, it was Batista. I knew then who it was. It was Batista. So Batista goes into the locker room. We hear like a, a kerfuffle. We hear a commotion. And Ric Flair drags, I mean, Batista drags Ric Flair's limp body out of the room. And then there's Batista. Blue nose ring. Blue shades. I'm blue. Da -ba -dee -da -ba. Damn it, I promised myself I would never do that again. Blue Tista. I'm... James, stop it. <laughs> so we see Batista coming out. He looks into the camera. Hey, Hunter. Do I have your attention now? <gasps> Triple H comes on, checks on Flair. And that's it. 
fade to black, Raw is over. Now, I didn't watch a lot of NXT and NXT UK, although on YouTube I had to watch Cassius Ono versus Walter because um, that match was just a potato fest, just taking lumps out of each other. Give me more of that. Um, NXT, I only, I did a little, I saw a little bit, oh, is it Gargano and um, Ciampa's in ring, in, in ring segment, and we had Dominic Dijak and Limitless Keith Lee taking lumps out of each other, and I know that ended in a no contest, but that match at TakeOver New York? Yes, please. So now on to SmackDown, we had starting off with the WWE Championship contract signing with number one contender, Kofi Kingston, going up against the WWE Champion, the new Daniel Bryan. So everyone's in the ring. Shane and Stephanie are in there with with Bryan and Rowan. Uh, and the New Day, Shane runs down all of Kofi Kingston's accomplishments before, before they come in. And Kingston's like, it took me 11 years, but it's happening, baby! I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. Uh, Kingston says it wouldn't be possible without his brothers in the New Day. And he says he's going to beat Daniel Bryan. And before he can sign the contract, out comes Vince McMahon. He's like, I want to thank you, Kofi Kingston, for everything you've done with the company. But I got to do what's best for business, and I'm replacing you at Fast... Excuse me, at Fastlane with Kevin Owens. Owens comes to the ring and he is shredded. He's dropped a lot of weight. He's looking damn good. Owens walks his way into the ring and New Day is pissed. Kofi Kingston is sitting there stunned in silence. Owens just sits down, signs his name, and I guess Fastlane is KO versus Brian. Now, allegedly, this was the plan for WrestleMania. So, Hopefully, knock on wood, Kofi Mania is happening at WrestleMania. And I think who better to be the first African-American champion than Kofi? Uh, actually, anyone, Kofi, Big E, any one of them. They are both fantastic, amazing performers. So backstage, you see KO talking with Stephanie and Shane. And he's like, you know what? I'm... I want, to t- I want to tag with Kofi against Brian and Rowan tonight. And then we have the bar awaiting their mystery opponents uh, for, for, for tonight. And it's the Hardy Boys. Not Broken Matt and Brother Nero, but Matt and Jeff with a little bit of, you know, delete, delete thrown in there. And Matt is looking fantastic. Uh, he, he's dropped a ton of weight himself. He's been hitting the gym. It's It's inspiring. I mean, I'm... Kevin, like I'm a chubby guy, but Kevin Owens right now is body goals. I'm once this snow melts, I'm getting on that and I'm getting on the run. Um, we see just classic Hardy Boys offense, you know, your twist of fate, your senton, and these two put on a surprisingly good and quick match. I mean, the Hardy Boys, I think they're on their in the twilight of their career, they're they're reaching the end. You know, Matt was talking about something with his tailbone fusing or something uh you know doing top rope leg drops for 20 years there's no wonder uh so yeah there we go the extreme combination for the win and 
yeah. I mean, if we get something like Hardy Boys versus the Usos, oh, baby, I, I am absolutely cool with with that match. And now we have Lana backstage telling Ricochet and Aleister Black that they are nothing special. Hypocrite. <laughs> um, and then for some reason, the Honky Tonk Man is announced as the next Hall of Fame inductee. Really? The Honky Tonk Man. Well, Coco Beware is in it, so why not th- why not throw in the next worst undercard wrestler there? Um, next, we have an in-ring segment with R-Truth and Carmella. And R-Truth is like, you know, ever since he was a little kid, I wanted to be like my hero, John Cena. Um, R-Truth, you are like the same age as John Cena. Basically, this is so weird. I mean, R-Truth was in the WWE in 2001. That's 18 years ago. John Cena was in UPW in 2001. I think he was even in OVW in 2001. Dude. <laughs> he's... Ty Dillinger's right. He's not okay. <laughs> Where's little Jimmy? Hashtag little Jimmy. Bring back little Jimmy. Push little Jimmy. Hashtags. Um... And we have an open challenge for the United States Championship. And before that, dance break. Yeah, I'm doing a little dance right now in my chair. You can't see it. <laughs> so Andrade walks down to the ramp to accept the challenge. But Rey Mysterio attacks Andrade from behind and gets in the ring. And, you know, Andrade, C and Almas, and Zelina are pissed. Archu says he don't know who to pick. It's like, it sounds like this. I wonder what. WWJD, what would John Cena do? Carmella says John Cena would face them both. So we have a triple threat match between R-Truth, Carmella, um, whoa, no, with Carmella against Andrade and Rey Mysterio. So we see, you know, the lie detector on Mysterio. We see Andrade powerbombing R-Truth off the apron. Uh, Mysterio tried to slide, do the baseball slide, but Andrade catches Mysterio with the dropkick. Our uh, truth and Mysterio crossbody each other at the same time. And, you know, Andrade hits the Meteora. Our truth uh, hits the Protoplex, followed by the five knuckle shuffle. Hmm, this is symbolic. Our truth versus Cena at WrestleMania, maybe? Hmm. Interesting. So Andrade kicks out of the five knuckle shuffle. Uh, and then, you know, Mysterio hits the six one nine on Andrade, but R Truth rolls up Mysterio for the win and still United States champion. R Truth, and I think a lot of us forgot that he was he was still the US champion. So with Cena and Lars Sullivan seemingly being out of the books, him against R Truth. If it's legit, or if I'm reading too much into this, okay, um, interesting. I'll take it. So Charlotte flares in the ring, and you know, she says that Vince picked her to save the main event of WrestleMania. Bitch, please. You know, Flair says Lynch and Rousey are both afraid of her. I repeat, bitch, please. Uh, that's why Lynch keeps getting herself suspended, and. Why Rousey laid down the title. 
she says she's going to be at Raw next week, and Vince will hand her the Raw Women's Championship. Imagine the heat if that happens. So we see the latest makeshift tag team of Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev go up against Aleister Black and Ricochet, another makeshift tag team. They're back. And this this match was given a lot more time. This would be a show stealer. Any combination of these four put put them in put them in a match. Like just do it. We see, you know, the heels, you know, beating down Ricochet. Ricochet tags in Alistair Black, clears the wing, clears the ring, Rusev dumping Alistair to the outside, running over him. Uh they have Black trapped in their corner, just constantly hitting him. And then, you know, Ricochet comes into the ring and we see a Kinsasha attempt but fail. And a Black Mass on Nakamura. Wow. Alistair, plins Nakam- Alistair Black pins Nakamura. Now imagine if that match took place on NXT. I'm, I'm game. So... You know, backstage, AJ Styles says he's just going to pick himself up and step up to the next challenge. And Randy Orton walks in and mocks him. Styles and Orton at Mania? Nice. I'll take that too. And now finally, the main event of SmackDown Live, we see Daniel Bryan and Rowan against Kofi and KO. And we get just great back and forth action. Kevin Owens is just a house of fire. And... We see, you know, near the end, of, I'm not going to break this down bit by bit, but near the end of the match, we see Brian drop kicking Kingston in the corner over and over. And he goes to the well one too many times. And then Brian runs into a standing double stomp by Kingston. Owens tags himself in, hits a nice missile drop kick, hits a cannonball, and then hits Brian. And Brian runs into a pop up sit down power bomb. But Brian kicks out. Hmm, I thought that was KO's finisher. This isn't the pay-per-view. So Brian misses a running knee and and Owens hits a stone cold stunner for the win. Oh hell yeah. So that's gonna be it for this one. Um I decided to take a a page out of every other wrestler podcast book and review this week in pro wrestling this many rabbit trail taking review of raw smackdown a little bit of nxt in there um i would throw an impact if i watched it last week but thank you very much if you've made it this far if you've listened in the past or if you listen again i thank you very much please let me know what you think pass this on like share subscribe um i encourage you all to listen to the entire wrestle addict radio family that's Rant with Ant, that's, you know, Not Your Mama's Soap Opera, that's Who Got Next, that's the Kings of the Rings podcast, that's the Gift of the Podcast with Mance, uh, that's the Fourth Wall Wrestlecast with uh, with JC Bones and, and all them. Please, all these people are great, solid folks. And, you know, OSW, Re- OSW Review, Attitude Era podcast, everyone, man, just... We're all in this together. We're all wrestling fans together. And let's look out for each other. Let's love each other. Let's be excellent to each other. So thank you. God bless. I love yous.